good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> That's better. Darren, technical adjustments here. Do you have it now, Darren? Okay. We are uh, back. This is show 11, Skewed and Reviewed, just recovering from the week off. That was the Memorial Day weekend. And uh, it's nice to see Justin and Amara survive their venture to the Deep South, and they're back in relatively one piece. Justin seems a little less worse for the wear than Amara is. <laughs> this running water and elect indoor electricity really uh, nice to get back to, isn't it? Um, no, we grew up in we grew up in that part of the country, so it's it's nice to go get a little accent back. If I slip into that tonight, that's why, you know. By the way, we're back to the old style mics because technical stuff. Thanks, Darren. I am the robot that Chuck brought in with a southern accent. You know, the sad thing is, I, I, I you know, I was going to joke about this, but I, I heard it was true. Um, oh. They're actually considering a remake of Deliverance. Really? Ding, 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 ding. Classic. Ding, ding. Is, it? is it? Classic movie. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it? I've never seen Deliverance. Oh, it's frighteningly funny. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so Skewed Reviewed, we're back. Uh, we got the a lot of stuff to cover tonight. We're going to do an E3 preview. Uh, we are going to look at some of the brand new movies, talk about some of the contests we've got coming up, and as well as some special live events that are happening in Seattle this uh, week and onward. And uh, I guess we can start off with that. Cirque du Soleil, Kuza, without a doubt, the best of the Cirque du Soleil performances. We went to the uh, opening night dress rehearsal last week, and it was amazing. This was my sixth or seventh Cirque du Soleil show. And, you know, no dragging at all. The music was fantastic. One guy, uh, they, they, the, the stunts they had this time out, we were sitting there like, you know, they had the three girls doing the contortions. And you're just sitting there, and it's like, this is just crazy. Darren, you would have got a kick out of this. This one girl was leaning forward like this. She put her legs all the way back over on her feet. And then while she was laying there, she was making her feet walk around like this while she's laying. And I'm like, Jen's like, ain't happening. Ain't happening. They had, um, they had these guys that were doing the, uh, the high wire thing. He's out there. They're sword fighting on the high wire. The one guy even slipped, had to grab it, pull himself up. And then we're like, okay, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Then they bring the bike out, and they're doing the thing. And he goes one better, puts the chair on top of the bike, standing on the guy's shoulders while they're doing that, gets himself on the chair, then gets himself up. And I'm like, don't do it, don't. Okay, he did it. <laughs> but as uh, scary as that was, the clowns were really good. We, we uh, had a couple of very close encounters with the clowns during the show. The one that brought the house down is they have this thing called the Wheel of Death. And it was amazing. It's two circles like this that spin, but the whole thing spins on a pivot. They start off on the inside doing it, and then eventually they work their way outside. So this genius is just running up and down, and he's jumping like this. And you're like, oh, he's falling, oh, he's falling. And the place was, like, just going nuts. And, of course, you know, the, the, the suspension, the music was fantastic. And it was so good, I would easily shell down the money again and go right back and see it. So, you know, I'm kind of looking to see if there's time in our schedule. And the thing about it is they have, there's not a bad seat in that place. You can get a basic seat for 35 bucks in that place. You know, just, 
uh, across the internet too. There's been a lot of buzz in Seattle right mm -hmm. now, specifically about this specific show. Oh yeah. So I'm not at all surprised to hear that you really loved it because I'm hearing people of all ages mm -hmm. are really enjoying it. It's really a good visual thing to go to with the whole family, as mm -hmm. opposed to it just being something that you could also go on a nice date. Oh, exactly. Like that. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I found out there's two versions. Mm -hmm. It was a little bodier than some of the stuff that we had, you know, experienced in the past. And we were told it's not like. Um, Zumanity body, but there was a little, little more hardcore innuendo, some leg humping from a dog, stuff like that, and apparently they they said you know there's like you have to check it because there's a PG show and then there's kind of like the sure. harder PG thirteen right. show and it it was fantastic and rumor has it that they're actually coming back in later in the year and they're coming to do a show in the Tacoma Dome mm. but it might be Alegria or one of the other shows oh, okay. and I do remember seeing Alegria years ago so that was good we've seen uh, like I said six of them right. and uh, it was it was really impressive and I do if you guys get a chance you were out of town so there was no way to <laughs> angle to get you guys in but right. if there's any way at all you can get out there definitely see that the other thing we want to talk about briefly before I forget these and we get to the trailers is the good folks at Cinematic Titanic, who, of course, are the original cast of Mystery Science Theater 3000, are going to be in town this week. They're going to be at Scarecrow Video Thursday night doing a live appearance. And then this Friday at 6 o'clock and at 9.30, they're doing a uh, two performances at the Showbox at the Market. And tickets are on sale at the door and, of course, at CinematicTitanic.com. And for those of you who have never seen it, uh, the, obviously the Mystery Science Theater folks take classically bad movies and they rip them. And this time they do it live in front of the audience. This show ran for 10 years on Comedy Central and the Sci-Fi Channel. We got to see them last year uh, at the Kit Kat Theater, and it was it was amazing. I mean, it's the, the all five of the original people... You know, and uh, the thing that I got a kick out of it was they had a movie that Jen first heard about it and said, "Oh, we got to go and see this." They had two different movies. I don't know what movies are showing this time out, but they had a Mexican vampire movie with an all Filipino cast shot in the Philippines, and they had like the women in blackface, and you know the guys all had pompadours, and it was just like it. It was so god awful bad, but they just ripped it, and then there's this. You know, the, this big thing at the end where they, you know, lay siege, the Catholics lay siege to the vampires, and and they've got all their little floats and the placards, and let's just say there were a few Mardi Gras jokes and a few redemption jokes thrown in, and it was, and it's great, and the funny thing about it is it is family friendly, because it does PG, you know, innuendo, and I definitely, I you know, even if it's a movie that we've got at the house, we'll go back and see it, because they're just fantastic. Yeah, I got, a, I got a chance to see those guys um, a number of years back, um, back when they were doing Mystery Science Theater, and they were doing a lot of tours around campuses. And I've, they, were, they were funny then. I can't imagine that they wouldn't be even more funny in, a, in the live showing, and especially in a town that's going to really feed, oh. it, feed it back to them. Oh, and they, I mean, it was rolling, because you sit there, and you, I, my thought was, okay, how is this going to work? Right. And, you know, because like anything, it's dependent on how good the jokes are, because mm -hmm. the film's going to stink, you know that. Right. But, you know, it was great. I mean, like, for example, th this one here, East Meets Watts, has got one of the one of the best, I mean, dear God, the, I mean, I don't know where to begin. You have the, the black guy and the Asian guy that go on the run. They get out of the truck. There's this whole montage of them running through a field. 
only to later on regroup with the truck up at a gas station. Right. Uh, you know, there's a drive-by shooting in pitch dark where no shots are actually done, and the guy pretty much is driving on the sidewalk. It's like the way I played Grand Theft Auto San Angeles. It was, you know. Right, right. So, so anyway, do check them out. They, as I said, Scarecrow video this Thursday up on Roosevelt in the U District, and two shows Friday at the uh, ah, Market, Showbox Market. Market. There we go. Ah, so, Darren, time for some video. Uh, how did Portland go? It looks like you uh, got your work release. <laughs> yeah, Portland was fun. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, it was a lot of fun. So much fun. Um, we wore, I wore myself out so much, I couldn't even do shows the following Monday. Oh, good uh, well, no, I wasn't here Monday, but a Tuesday. Tuesday. Not um, enough donuts. Does, I mean, no. voodoo donuts? Right, yeah. right. You know, I still have not had a voodoo donut. You didn't want been, to stand in line? I actually was inside of a voodoo donut we're while gonna, I was down we're there. We're going to fix that you for want, you at some point. Yeah. You didn't want to stand in line for an hour by the porno shop like we did last Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. Um, no, Portland Rock, we had the bartender competition down there with All Club VIP. Uh-huh. Two hours of top, ten of the top bartenders in Portland, um, which was awesome. We streamed it live. A lot of people tuned in for that. That was a lot of fun. You know, we're working on developing Portland to, um, you know, start doing a little bit more content down there, bringing it out to the people of the world. There's not a lot of video content that comes out of there that I see our competition. I love competition, but we're better. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, no, I mean, there is competition down there. They've been doing their show for a while. I won't give them a drop because they don't give us props, so I give them props. But long story short, um, hung out, got to go to the underground scene, went and saw a fire dancing competition at Dante's Inferno for Sinferno, but then they had the the finalist of the fire dancing competition there. Awesome stuff. So I don't know if you guys know this or not. Maybe I talked with you about this on the last show that Portland has per capita the most strip clubs yes. in the population, you know, per population. Portland and Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah, and we went to a few of them. How do I know this? Yeah, <laughs> and so um, the the cool thing was is that a lot of their uh, fire dancers. I mean, these girls. There's a girl that I was introduced to. She works at Saks during the day, Saks Fifth Avenue, and she's a stripper at night. And they don't have house fees on their strippers like a lot of other places, you know. And some of these girls get up there, they're true performers, and they literally make like $10 in tips. That's all they get. And they're just there to perform. Yeah, they don't get paid by the house to say, come in, we'll pay you $150 or $200 a night. They literally work on tips only. Now, of course, if they build their following... Yeah. Then they, you know, have guys that come in. They'll drop twenty bucks, thirty bucks, forty bucks, and they can make two, four, three, four hundred, however much money they want to make a night. But um, I didn't know that, and I was sort of educated, uh, being a you know home guy from the country of Seattle, uh-huh. you know, because it is a, its own world up here. That you know, strip club, you go in, you pay ten dollars for a dance. Girl walks up and say, "I'll give you a lap dance, a thirty-five for this, fifty for that, whatever." In Portland, it doesn't really work like that. It's it's a really uh, respected industry down there. Portland's uh, yeah. definitely got its own scene going on yeah. just across the board. Yeah, that is true. I mean, not even mm-hmm. just that. The food scene's really, really yeah. kind of edgy there. Everything's, well, it's a little I've bit got weird. I've like, crazy nightmare. Remember how we talked about having Darren come down for uh, Oricon and doing the video and all of that? Oricon. The big convention in Oregon in November. We, I talked to you about it a few weeks ago, and you said, oh, that'd be awesome to do shows. We could get him to Voodoo Donuts. We could get him to Buffalo Wild Wings, but I just worry that when it came the morning of the show, Darren would come in with two excedrin, two excedrin, Gareth. That's all. and tinsel all over him. <laughs> two and there'd be a knock on the door going, uh, "Do you know this guy?" And uh, I'd be like, uh, no, "No, officer, I don't." Unfortunately, Thank you very much. <laughs> unfortunately, I broke my con cherry back in '92. 
three, four. So I am not a uh, convert anymore. Can't auction me off for lollipops or or blow pops or condoms or well remember crypticon is uh, coming up crypticon is coming up that is true we're going to be there um uh, hanging out at crypticon chuckles the clown centering cinema doing the show from there hopefully getting an interview with you guys that's going to be a fun fun convention i've got the prize table uh we got the four charity items we got the giveaway items and uh we have uh the issue one and issue two of the magazine that are uh, being cleared and we're all going to sign them because we're making way for issue three, which is coming nice. right now. Awesome. And uh, we have a lot of stuff. And then I have the, the very special two-hour panel where we're going to look at the movies of the next three to four years. And I'll give you a little hint about one of them right now. That is, believe it or not, uh, the anniversary of Jaws is coming up. And the shark was named Bruce, as I'm sure as you know. The shark that, was named Bruce? Yes. Yeah. And there was, uh, there was some debate. Now, here's the story. It was named Bruce after Steven Spielberg's lawyer. He named the shark Bruce after his lawyer. They made three molds of the shark, and you know the big question was: one reporter says we got to find out where the shark went to. Well, the shark got lost, but they found out they actually made a fourth one that hung as at a replica at Universal Studios for about fifteen years. So the guy went to track it down. And he found it at a place about 20 miles away from Universal Studios, still hanging there, still in pristine condition. Now, here's the ironic thing. For years, they've talked about, oh, another Jaws, another Jaws this. They are actually considering another Jaws now. It will be in 3D. And uh, I am kid you not, you remember the classic role of Quint, the grizzled boat captain? I'll find it for five, but I'll kill it for ten. I'm Tracy Morgan is who they're looking at to play the role. That's what I said. It's like, no, 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 no. I want Bruce Willis. I want, you know, Russell Crowe. I want I want someone who looks like he can jump into the, the water and take the thing out with his... Viggo Mortensen, great idea. But, Vin Diesel, even. Somebody who yeah, looks like he's... Vin has a lot of... I mean, look at Vin. He does his movie. He does the pitch black films. He does Fast and Furious. He's got Universal in his back pocket. Hell, they were even considering him for Submariner at one point. Let's go. But when... Yeah. But, Come on, people are going to go see what happens if Tracy Morgan takes that part. You know what I'm saying? So there's always that draw, something new with a story that's so known. And you want to talk about something new since we're talking about, you know, mixing up the cast? Uh, The actor's name slips to my mind, but he's the the African-American actor on, um, oh, geez, uh, um, Joel's new series, the one, Community. Yeah. He's apparently put his name in the hat for Spider-Man. Saying he thinks it's time for an African American Spider-Man. I'm for an African American. And you know the mentality behind it is that Nick Fury wasn't black in the comics; he's black in the films. Kingpin wasn't black in the comics; he's black in the films. Why not? Well, Spider-Man has a lot of history of being being released in different countries. Exactly. I mean, I see no reason why we couldn't have a, an Indian well, Spider-Man. Exactly. I mean, that, why yeah, not? No. Why not? Uh, That's uh, awesome. I don't, I don't know why there's not a Hispanic Spider-Man because. I everybody that I've known that is of Hispanic descent loves Spider Man. Did, did you ever Hispanic. see this, the the um, Spider Man? Did you ever Spider-Man. see Family Guy take their shot at the? Uh, oh, it, it, it was funny. They had. Uh, Meanwhile, at the Latino Hall of Justice, and it had all this graffiti on it, and they go in there, and there's like, you know, Latin Flash, Latin Superman, and they all have these little pencil mustaches, and uh, the, the landlord's there. He goes, look, your lease says, 
uh, you know, five people. Oh, these are just party. And the guy comes in and goes, I got the keys. And he's like, shh. <laughs> they, they got a lot of phone calls over that. In fact, I don't know if you're aware, but the FCC is coming after uh, Fox for American Dead. I, I'm not shocked. There was an episode where oh, he wow. had a horse who, how, oh. how, do, how do we put this oh, nicely? Wow. The FCC's official complaint is that he stimulated to manual release a horse and they did not respond to their inquiries regarding this subject matter. Wow. And of course, and I'm thinking, and you know the DVD sales and syndication just double on it, so they're going to say, here's your 25000 and wait till you see what we have for you next season. My, how television has changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I have to admit, I remember watching that episode going, you know, it was like, did not expect that. And, you know, by now, Family Guy has pretty much shown everything. The other night on the finale of Cleveland show, they had one where his, uh, his ex-wife passed away and left all the money to the son. And the condition was, number one, dad can't see a penny. And number two, he can't know how much it is. Otherwise, it goes to quagmire. So he's got this, he's got this like Calvin Klein, Boba Fett uh, outfit. And it was hysterical. And he gets his grandmother a picture of Barack Obama. And he had the Harlem Globetrotter shorts on and his tie and suit. He was up in the clouds and he was dunking over Jesus. And Jesus is like... <gasps> And wow. needless to say, the phones were ringing wow. at that. That didn't go over well. I think that's probably how they decide whether where they should keep pushing, though, oh, yeah. that specific show. You and, know? and I just know, because South Park's going to be coming back in yeah. a couple months, oh. you know damn well they're going after the oil spill. Futurama returns on the 24th. Al Gore has been a regular guest on the show. Al Gore, sadly, has got time on his hands right now. <laughs> I, I def, you know, on the 24th, Comedy Central, two episodes of Futurama, they're back to begin their new, their new season. And I, I, I'm thrilled to death over this. All right, well, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of comedy to be had out of the reality of what's gone on. So I see and no there reason why that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and right now... We need to laugh. Let's right. be honest. Right. Oh, it was awful. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm sitting there looking in the, online, and they show these poor birds covered yeah. in oil. And I'm like, okay, you could sit there and take pictures of it. Any of you geniuses think to try to capture it and maybe clean it off a bit? Yeah. You know, it's it's like those people that go down to the, well, never mind. They go yeah. to the war zones, and they take photos of the dying people. It's like, yeah. why don't you give them a candy bar? You got one in your back pocket, you know? But it's, anything for the story. Anyway. Yeah. Enough of the fun, negative stuff. Let's talk about something positive. Uh, we've got uh, some movies coming up, and we've got a boatload of screeners coming up. Uh, somewhere along the line, we probably have Toy Story 3 that we have to worry about. And uh, In 3D! In 3D, that's right. I, I'm excited a little bit. I'm excited. It's just I'm not excited that it's going to be 10 o'clock on a Saturday. You know, I did not get a chance to mention this last week since we were gone. I had a little birdie have a, uh, some information passed along to me. Now, we've talked about the Alien prequel. Mm -hmm. Two prequels. Mm -hmm. Both directed by Sir Ridley Scott in 3D. Is, is Tracy going to be in that? Uh-uh. No. And I'm like... Come on. And, you know, and I, I told Jen, and she her first thing was... Well, have fun watching that on your own, huh? Yeah. I said, come on, don't you want to see that thing lean in and go, nah, that's a lot of slobber. And she goes, uh-uh, no. I will be for it if they get rid of any CGI. 
and go back to the original way uh, they used to film stuff. That's kind of the catch with that because I know yeah. he he probably will do it. I heard what they wanted to do, and I'm curious to see how this is played off. He wants to film it as bright as they can, Whoa. but then darken it in post production. Huh? Because he said you got to have. He said. They have this theory that they've got to film it a certain way to get the true 3D aspect of it, mm-hmm. but then lighten it in post-production or darken it. So you have, because they said, let's be honest, the alien films were always dark and foreboding. And part of his original plan for the film was never show the full creature, because that was, he said, if you look shot, at it, yeah. right, because it was always changing and it was always a mystery. And they, you know, even shows in the documentary, there's a scene where it's on all four and it walks like a crab. And then it gets up and he says, I don't want to do that because you show too much of it. It's a lot better just to have it come out of the shadow like that. Right. And so, hey, I, I, I trust him. I trust Ridley Scott. They apparently have a great story. It's set like 50-something years before the original Alien, which really is me So Ripley's intrigued. still alive? So She's not Ridley yet. Still, oh, Ripley's still Ripley, alive. Ripley, but I heard she may narrate. Mm. Yeah, That's that. how they can bring her into... Sure. To do some connections, so we'll see how it works. I, hey, I'm all for it. Blood guts, three, and you know that egg's going to open, and one of those damn things is going to come right at you in 3D. Yeah, nice. And why not? <laughs> nice. So anyway, Darren, we've yes. got a couple of the new Predator. Want to start out uh, with those? Yeah, why not? Oh, They're yeah. very short. They're only an hour each, but Predators coming up in <laughs> July. An hour each. I know they're only about a minute or two each, but Predator is coming up in July, and we've got uh, two of the brand new character profiles, and I think you guys will really enjoy this. If you don't, what do you expect? It's free. Nolan is played brilliantly by Lawrence Fishburne. Characters find that there is someone who has survived. They find him, or he finds them, and gives them some background on what's going on. But it is their encountering. They can hear you, smell you, see you. And gives them some clues on how they possibly can defeat some of them. They learn. They adapt. He survives a long time by just being a scavenger. You want to survive? You dig in deep? How do we kill them? However you can. He's definitely hard to kill. Also because he's completely crazy. <laughs> so we have Morpheus there uh, getting, you know, getting ready to go after the Predators. And, uh, you know, we already seen the clip with Topher Grace and Adrian Brodo. I'm not supposed to mention him, am I? That's right. And then, so, Darren, you have one other character for us. And fire that up. And, folks, we got a lot of really good stuff for you tonight. We're just going free form as we get back into the flow. Uh, oh, by the way, Star Trek Online, before I forget. I got my new yes. ship. I got my new ship. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get? What'd you take? I, I didn't go for the. I did not go for the cruiser. I did, I did. not go for the science vessel. Escort. I got the escort. How is and that? And I go from phaser up front and phaser up back with one torpedo to phaser up front, phaser up back, one torpedo and a dual phaser cannon up front. You go from Ooh. a crew of two hundred and fifty to fifty. It's small. It's fast. fast. It's shielded and it's got firepower. Wow. I, I went toe-to-toe with a heavy Klingon cruiser. 
barely put a dent in my shields, and I had that thing blown apart in no time. So wow. are we talking like Defiant class or Defiant? Yeah, different, that's... Defiant well, class, different different, different uh, configuration. Right. You get the Defiant class a little later in the game. Oh, okay. Because then you get the Quantum Torpedoes. I love the, the Defiant. Do you get Cloak as well? No, not yet. Oh. See, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm half tempted just to go play Klingon because I went to a PvP room, yeah. and I had like three Klingon warbirds against my ass, and yeah, that wasn't fun. And then they just decided to park right be- by right behind the spawn point. Mm-hmm. So right when you respawn, boom, they jump your ass. You know, it's funny. I sh- you should mention that. There's this one poor guy. Well, two of them actually. They, um, I think it's a glitch that they haven't patched yet. But there's mm-hmm. this kind of like Borg. Go to the listening post. Take out this. Take out this. And yeah. You're supposed to do it, and then it tells you, oh, the Klingons have retreated, but it never gives you the, the full mission points. Well, a couple of uh, PvP guys decloaked right in the middle of this. There were 15 Federation ships in a task force. Oops. He uh, decloaked and fired on the, le- the tail-end ship. You have never seen so many ships <laughs> turn around, lock on one ship. It was like that scene in Star Trek VI where they got the... Uh, the bird of prey that was decloaked and they got it it got caught in the crossfire between the excelsior and the enterprise uh-huh. yeah yeah fire, yeah fire. yeah he goes target that explosion and fire i believe was the phrase yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was pretty grim wow and his buddy i'll give him credit his buddy said i'll take you on yeah wow. <laughs> yes. yeah i got i got a cruiser uh lieutenant commander three rank mm-hmm. now and um I need to chat with somebody because I, I know there's some upgrades. There's a lot of stuff in that game to go through, but uh, you know I need to beef up my ship and beef up my crew. And you guys got to get your your thing patched I, up and rolling. I know. I need. I need that. I have to. I have to boot over the window. Because I know. I, I don't know. I, I think briefly for maybe a brief millisecond, Jen was like, eh, maybe I'll play, maybe I'll and I'm like, well, we we need you to test some of the features and stuff like that. Well, the thing is, is uh, you know, can you? Uh, how do you upgrade your stations? Like right now, I have ensign stations uh, oh, on yeah. my ship. Can you upgrade that to like a lieutenant grade station? Yeah, it's in the skill tree. I'm still working on that stuff. Too. So you do that under your ship skill tree. I believe so. And then your engineering station will become instead of an ensign station, it become a lieutenant station. Seriously, your best answer: StarTrekOnline.com. By the way, free trial available right now. You can f- download it for free, play for free. Oh, really? Yes. They okay. that like the first episode. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, free, but you can also free roam and do whatever you want. But the okay. first, the first episode is apparently free. You go into the forums; they have the guys that literally live on it, and even when they go to work, they're playing it in the background. They'll wow. answer all your questions within okay. like a half hour. Awesome. So that's that's your best bet. Awesome. But you know the funny thing about it, it's kind of like my sister when they play these MMOPGs. I've always wondered about what Jen would do. Like I go, hey, base character, okay, I'm good, good, let's go. I have a feeling she'd spend a day too. You know, let's do the hair and let's do the costume and let's put some little glasses on it and put the little dimple in. It's like me too, Jen. I know it's a girl thing. My and then my sister, you know, Trista. Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, enough of them. Enough of them. Then we'll have them on there. We're, we're, we've got another Predator clip for you, folks. We've got another Predator clip for you, and you're really going to like this. And then you should see the great stuff we have for the Games Hour tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. All of a sudden, there was a light, and then I was falling. Cuchillo, played by Danny Trejo, is one cold-blooded hombre. He's born in the streets, was probably out doing a job, ended up here. 
he kind of is always on his own and grew up into the trade of being a killer. We need to work as a team. Does this look like a team-orientated group of individuals to you? Chio is the most ruthless drug cartel enforcer in all of Mexico. As a rosary and double Uzi's dangerous man. And now he's here fighting. He knows that this is his hell. He's now in our story trying to survive. Check back here soon for more exclusive. So that looks really good. I mean, truthfully, I've always said that this, I haven't always said, but this has been kind of a disappointing summer for me so far, and that there have been entertaining films, but there's no real event. I got to see it film. That that one, that one. Well, you know, yeah. Well, well, the A Team. I'm hoping. I'm hope. I know. I know. And uh, we're so we're going to be showing the uh, the brand new trailer for the A Team, which is coming very soon. And this this one is on my list. I've got the A Team. Jen is going to Eclipse. She's thrilled to death. And unfortunately, one person only, no exceptions. It's on her birthday. It's also a night that we're doing the show. So I said, knock yourself out. It's. Uh, been that way and then of course i'll get the dvd and go oh my god oh my god oh my god i I am curious twilight box sets coming for christmas oh speaking of box sets they're finally putting the alien films out on blu-ray oh yeah and i'm hoping it's the special editions because i'm like hey you want a christmas idea ding 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 ding." (laughs) what were you pointing to there again hey i'm running out of yeah (laughs) i'm running out of options here we're almost through smallville we made it to see we're finishing up season eight Seriously? Seriously. <laughs> we, yeah. we tried. We lived, uh, we had a roommate for a little while who was really into Smallville. Yeah. And we just we just couldn't do it. It was just so ridiculous. Every time we came in, somebody was crying. Yeah. Somebody was having a relationship problem. I'm like, what? And then an evil are monster Are you come. sure like, you're was, Superman? Like, what's, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. yeah. And see, and now the whole thing is what do we queue up after Smallville for Netflix? So I, you know, I, I made my thing. We, we Xena agree. Warrior Princess. Well, we agree. No, what's the other one that he did? What's the other the writer who's who? Bruce Campbell. What's the show he did? Oh, uh, Briscoe County. Was it Briscoe County? Not burn notice. I thought there was one in the medieval times that he did too, like a pirate one or something. Jack of all trades. Justin's a big Bruce fan. I am. Nice. We've had a we have an agreement that the next season of How I Met Your Mother is a given. Oh, yeah. The one we're having a division on is I want the next season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ah, that's a good series. Jen, unfortunately, like gave up on it after the first season because mm. she said, all they do is yell. They're yelling. And I remember we're sitting there <laughs> watching an episode. She goes, they're yelling at each other again. And I'm like, that's what they do. And she Aww. goes, all they do is yell. They don't talk. They just yell and scream. And Charlie's always. And, and of course, I didn't show her the Christmas episode, which I don't know if you've seen it. It's hysterical. Where Charlie, uh, Charlie has this, how do we put it, trauma about Santa Claus. Sure. And he says that, yeah, yeah, Santa's the guy who comes to my, he gives me gifts and goes upstairs with my mom oh, every wow. Christmas. Oh. And he finds out that that was what was happening. His mom's uh, clients were all coming in going, here you go, kid, oh, no. and going oh, upstairs. No. And so finally the guy goes, dude, your mom's a prostitute. And he goes, no, and then he finally dawns on him. Oh, no. So he's walking around the mall and he sees a Santa and he just flips and goes oh. postal in the mall. <laughs> and of course, it's like, yeah, but they're dysfunctional. It's like, yeah, that's the whole point. But, little little clerks, uh, Easter Bunny. But yeah. see, then again, it's it's like anything else. It's like, for example, so you think you can dance? Yeah. Yeah, Justin. 
Exactly. No, I, yeah. I don't watch it, that. It's either. that it's that XY chromosome thing. It goes, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, yeah. there was a lot of that discussion about those kinds of reality shows and things like that yeah. while we were home. They're dancing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm more of a, a Bourdain kind of girl. Or, or anything with a, you know, like, uh, like the old Jane Eyre's classics. You know, costume, turn of the century, stoic leading man who looks longingly but won't touch. It's like a uh, great skewed and reviewed I know costume that you love party. That, huh? <laughs> In the future. Yes. A good, a good costume party. What's that one they all go for? Weathering Heights? What? Oh. Oh, oh okay, guys. Who are I, these women? <laughs> I, I got I to gotta do, do a classic one for you guys. You watch Tosh.0? No. No. You know what it is at all? No. Oh, you'd love this. Daniel Tosh is a comedian. He's been in a few movies and stuff, and he's very popular on the stand-up circuit. He does a show on Comedy Central where basically he looks at all the viral videos and stuff like that, Uh, and he breaks them down, and they always have one each week where someone horribly screwed up, and they offer him a web redemption like the South Carolina Beauty Contest and the maps and all this. And and he had this one the other week, and it was this guy who was doing the live-action role-play and stuff. And it's this real heavy-set guy, and he got these little packets of seeds, and he goes, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning, and he's throwing it at this guy. So he brings them out, and, of course, they end up in, like, medieval times and he's got him in the Scottish no. tartan and all this and he has all these enemies and he's sitting here going lightning bolt lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm like and of course Tosh comes out dressed up like Braveheart and someone shoots him in the back with an arrow he goes alright screw this I'm out of here wow. so check it out it's on Comedy Central That's anyway funny. back to the focus we got a lot of stuff to cover did I hear something uh, about the A-team A-team Dun, dun, dun. The thing I, the thing I've seen about the A team is that I like that uh, B, the guy that's playing B A Baracus is not trying to be him. Rampage. He's, try, he's trying to be um, he's trying to be Mr T as him, not yes. not just like take it his you own. Know, the way. funny the funny thing you bring up about that is there, that's a trend that I saw going into the next the Karate Kid, where you have you know uh, Jackie Chan not trying to play Mr Miyagi. <gasps> Where the, you know they see the joke in the trailer when he goes, you think he's gonna catch the fly with the chopsticks, right. and he swats it with the fly swatter right. on the wall. And you're exactly. seeing that in these remakes, they're sort of making fun of. Or Transformers did it on the Bumblebee parody. Right. Mm-hmm. It was the Volkswagen Bug, then it bumps it and then transforms into the Camaro. Which I, yeah, okay. Anyways, to me, Bumblebee will always be a Volkswagen Bug. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious if that's gonna be a new trend in a lot of these remakes. They're just gonna sort of poke fun and not try to be that character, but be. Be the character, but not be the guy who played the character. If that Darren, makes sense. it's not fun. It's a homage. <laughs> homage. Oh, yeah, and I didn't learn French. Let's rock and roll with the A-Team. A-Team, here we go.
And if you can find them... Sucks to be you, homie. You look like you got a real bad attitude. Maybe you can hire... I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> the A-Team. What the hell is that? If you look out on the right-hand side of the aircraft, you'll notice that the right wing is on fire. So that's the A-Team, folks. And, uh, Darren, uh, we got time to do the MST3K thing? Oh, perfect. So let's fire up MST3K. And as I said, guys, Cinematic Titanic coming to the uh, Showbox Market this Friday. Show at 6. Show at 6.30. Uh, excuse me, 6 and 9.30. And uh, this is their... Uh, old efforts at Mystery Science Theater. And we thought we'd add a little culture to the show because, yes, I gave you Mitchell. Yes, I gave you the Invasion of the Giant Spiders. And uh, we're going to go to the Bard himself and do Mystery Science Theater Does Hamlet. And it is the greatest moments of Hamlet condensed down into an easy-to-digest nine-minute format. And so, uh, without any further ado... And we also have Pokemon coming up, I understand. And we got a little E3 preview and a look at the brand-new Transformers trailer. So... Darren, uh, check it out. Pearl, send me Hamlet. We have Rana, Zeffirelli, Olivier. It's your choice. Great. If there's a rights fear, I'm leaving. San Quentin Prison presents Shakespeare. Why am I not getting results from my power walks? Stand and unfold yourself. Long live the king. Bernardo? Himself. Wow, good thing he unfolded himself. He was pretty creased up there. Who's there? Unstaple yourself. Friend of this crowd. Hey, any Danish left? <laughs> In the same figure, like the king that's dead. And uh, get your head off my head. What art thou? Mo, Larry, and Horatio. Ladies and gentlemen, Patty LaBelle. Speak to me. I don't think so, breeder. Stop it, Francisco. He's headed for the ladies' room. Something is rotten state of Denmark. Yeah, I didn't have any clean pantaloons or hose this morning. Night fever, night fever, we know how to do it. To be on... No, no, not yet. Hey, how you doing, Debbie? When Danish flirting falls flat. Oh, someone dropped a sardine. Censors were shocked by the blatant carnality in this film. <laughs> Her card tricks really aren't that impressive with sleeves like that. <laughs> Taken to wife. Gertrude's hair by Bozo. Tonight I'm going to unleash the Great Dane. <laughs> Stepdad, will you help me with my science fair project? Incest. <clears throat> Face it, son. I'm going to rock your uncle's world. Trollop. I mean, what? Be as ourselves in Denmark. Ew, your breath smells like Havarti. Come. Madam, we'll be on the throne. Frailty, thy name is woman. I thought Frailty's name was Carl. A little month. Oh, didn't see the post there. Hail to your lordship. Good evening, sir. You can brood here. I'm done. I shall not look upon his like again. Why were you looking at his like? My lord. Yet he is Iotis. 
Observe my lice. Trick or treat for nipples. Hooray! Garrison Keillor's leaving Denmark! Yay! <laughs> I got a stick. <laughs> Meet the Beatles. Move thine ass. Now, this is an action scene for this movie. I'm on my way to a costume party. I'm going as Rosalind Russell. I'll go no further. That's not what I hear, sunshine. But this eternal place must not be to ears of flesh and blood. Camera two. Cut to camera two. Less. Less. Or less. Dress for less? Did I? Murder most foul. He killed a chicken? Leave me to know it. A serpent stung me. Cut to the ghost. The ghost. Cut to the ghost. Life. supposed to be a duck. Life. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Anyway, I stuck a fork in the outlet. How about some spiral cut Hamlet? It's doing a Danish mind melt. Dad, Hamlet's looking at me. I'm gonna get my hair relumped. What is it, cold water on the groin? I mean, Polonius. Check this out. Ah, so I'm Japanese. <laughs> Sorry. What the shroud of Turin seems. The nun sent me home. My skirt is too short. And I, Orison, be all my sins remembered. Ooh, the Orison lines suck the air out of the room. You know right well you did. Right well did not. Why would thou be a breeder of sinners? Be a breeder of schnauzers. He may play the fool nowhere, but in his own house! <laughs> Whoa, Jackson Brown wet. Why don't we go further? Ah, just gets my tights in a bundle. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Whoa is me. Whoa is me. Rap artist, notorious K-I-N-G. Hi, I'm an Oliver Reed stand-in. To be or not to be. The verbal equivalent of da-da-da-da. And the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Okay, we need a predicate now. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. Especially with Ophelia, man. Oh, you. To sleep. To sleep. <laughs> a chance to dream. The impossible dream. With a bear botkin. He said bear botkin. <laughs> and makes us rather bear those ills we have than fly to others. Sum up! And lose the name of action. So I'm a chicken for not stabbing myself. That's all you needed to say. Danish clowns, the damp, smelly, silverfish-infested basement of the clown world. <laughs> you can't get rid of them. It's hopeless. It's a herd of hamlets. It's Hamlet Man. Your ladyship? How's lesbianism going? Now it's the winter of our... Oh, damn, wrong play. Um, they can see you, Hamlet. Nate is twice two months, my So long. Is that 32, Mike? And thou shalt live in this fair world behind, uh -oh. honored the production that likes to show people watching other people. And found the rest. I like him not. I like him not. Forgive me, my foul murder. It's just that turkey was mouthing off to me. <laughs> Nosferatu. You know he's just beating back a monologue right now. Oh, yeah. I'll come back later, see if he's drinking in horror, and then I'll kill him. Withdraw. He's coming. Fran Allison, Queen of Denmark. Hey, your occasional chair just found an occasion. <laughs> uh, no, not the service master guy. Oh. Well, we need a new Polonius. 
that was the royal antechamber. Stay together, people. There's the throne room. Oh, and we're in luck. The king's here. Boris Polonius. He came down with an unexpected case of murder. In heaven. He will stay till you come. Oh, ice cream headache. Woof. Father and mother's man and wife, man and wife is one flesh, and so my mother. <sighs> yeah, go a lot to England, okay? Hail Queen Dilbert's boss. Is he dressing up for Charlie Sheen? I'll not be juggled with. I'm not a small sack of beans. You have allegiance. Hmm? Uh, oh, no, it's Jewel. Get her out of here. She's trying to section eight her way out of the movie. He looks like a cheerleader for a southern football team. Will he not come? Again? So you didn't take your Zoloft, huh? He is gone. I'm going over to Lady Macbeth's. My contacts are fine. Here's a skull. Not a bad skull. Good starter skull. Now has lying you in the earth three and twenty years. I remember him in his big pointy shoes, stupid hat. He had the worst act, I swear. I knew him, Horatia. I sat next to him in Trig. He can't laugh at that. Uh, please speak up. My tympatic membrane rotted away some years ago. Horatia, tell me one thing. Here comes my cow. I gotta go. <sighs> oh, St. Olaf's Day Parade is pretty dour this year. But death was doubtful. Well, shouldn't we check then? Gee, your tunic smells terrific. failure. I wonder what her skull is like. Put off the earth a while. Stop the world. I want to get off. Loser tease. Craplet. Here you, sir. You cut his throat in a church. Now, see, that's a little over the top. I will do it. I'll cut his throat in a church. It may be death. And cut his throat in a church. No, I have it. Cut his throat in a church. Cut his throat in a church. I gotta smack him. We've decided to cut his throat in a church. Synchronize royal asses and... Wow, that's not a widow's peak that guy has. It's a peninsula. <laughs> All right, give me my gun. Oh, oh there's a bee. Yeah. Laertes immediately bites his ear off. Yeah. Finished scut missile just exploded. <laughs> so when do they start selling stolen merchandise? <laughs> The queen carouses to thy fortune, Hamlet. Whatever. <laughs> ah, the queen's suicide fanfare. Da -da -da. And now my patented spasmals. The hair mold is in the... Hamlet. Get off your mom. The king's to blame. The king. Don't blame the king. You're under Danish arrest. Hey, Hamlet. Why don't you ramlet? Yeah, shut up, cloddy ass. Too bad he's poison intolerant. Mine and my father's death come not upon thee. Although you did stab him and all. Are you going to be needing a second? Because my guy died. So. So, who died and made you king? Oh, I could tell you. Is there a word in the English language he hasn't said? Okay, die now. Boo. Boo. You're Boo. dead. You're dying. Boo. Boo. Ah, uh, oh, come on. Groundlings are all hitting the exits by now. Boy. Deadness? Yes. Have we achieved deadness? Okay. And flights of angels sing thee to the rest. Unfortunately, they're northwest flights of angels, so they'll be late. Hamlet will be back in Thunderball. Well, Mike, this has convinced me not to kill your dad and marry your mom. <laughs> We 
we've got a lot of stuff here. Amara and Justin had, had uh, some Pokemon stuff they're going to be showing. And, of course, we'll queue them up and uh, get let them do the intro on this. But we have uh, E3 coming up next week. And that is the Electronic Entertainment Expo down in L.A. where they take a look at all the brand new products. And you're going to see uh, Microsoft uh, roll out Project Natal. You have, uh, you know, PS, Sony's got their motion controller. And it's already gotten a little nasty this week because uh, there's been some more of the words out there. For example, over at the Mac camp, there was a technology show and the Macs were popping off about how uh, you know, PCs are obsolete. They've gone downhill. They're basically, they're kind of like trucks. They're no longer relevant to the masses, but they have a purpose, but only to a few select individuals. And Balmer of Microsoft, God bless him, got up and looked at him and said, and is that why they call them Mac trucks? And the guy just walked off the stage right there. And then they roll out the iPhone, uh, you know, the look of the new iPhone today with the front uh, facing camera and the ability to video yes, yes, chat. Yes, 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 well, yes, here's, I here's a small problem. Uh, then Steve Jobs had to say, uh, well, that video chat function's not going to be available uh, because we have to work with our content provider. And I'm thinking, you mean AT&T? And then I go, and now we know why they decided to drop the unlimited uh, bandwidth free. There's a new phone coming out with a video chat, and they want to stick it to you as much as they can. Oh, it's going to be terrible because that. The, all those cameras shoot in HD, so yeah. that's yeah. going to be ridiculous amounts of data usage. It's, they, people are going to overrun like can, crazy. Well, here, I, I, talking on the streaming sense of things, right now I can choose a feature in Ustream or Livestream that determines the bandwidth and can lock it at that bandwidth and not send it out any higher or lower than that. Or not any higher than that. And, um... You know, for those that want to pay to play, maybe they might come out with tiered bandwidth things. But this is the whole reason why 40 blah, blah, blah countries have tethering on the iPhone. Now, you guys know I'm a big Apple fan. Mm-hmm. Not knocking you guys in any way, shape, or form. I love you, Apple. Steve, don't get mad at me. But um, because they have not released tethering in the United States because unlimited bandwidth. Yeah, well, I mean, and that, they want but to that charge the thirty-five ninety-nine or whatever. That is, is. An, that is an eighteen. I mean, that's not Apple. That's eighteen. No, I know that's eighteen. That's totally exactly. AT&T. And then coming back to the streaming point, because one of the things I'm interested in, why I want tethering, is because I want to be able to take and do my show on the road with a three G card or basically a three G card built into my iPhone that I can stream live over the internet with anywhere. And now we can take our show anywhere. I don't have to spend. Oh, I saw a device. Live stream. I love you guys. Thanks for sponsoring the show and making us featured. But your device out there doesn't fit the budget of an independent producer. No. They have this wonderful backpack device with like eight cell phones in it that allows you to stream live on location wirelessly. Anyway, you wear this big backpack, hook your camera into it, and you're right there on the red carpet streaming live right to, to live stream. Right. And you know the funny you thing buy, about it's it? Like th- thousands of dollars to rent it, though. It amazes me how everybody talks about how lousy the network is, but how mm-hmm. we put up with it for the features. Well, HTC Hero Android phone mm-hmm. runs all the apps, 5 megapixel camera, video camera, mm-hmm. touch screen. It's got, I mean, basically, there's nothing on the iPhone with the exception of certain apps that you can't get on this better on a much more you know, stable and reliable network. Well, the thing, the thing I so. keep thinking about, the thing I keep thinking about is it's going to get thinner and thinner and thinner. We're going to see people dropping that thing all the time. You're going to go out to your Barnes & Noble or your Borders. You're going to see people drop their phone. Yay. And then you're going to see them being all sad. I don't want to see people being sad while they're breaking their electronics. It's got two screens, too. That's the funny thing about it. Apparently, there's a there's a 
a screen on the front and a screen on the back, so twice the chance of cracking the thing. On, on the new iPhone? Yeah. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, so. I think, anyway. you know, I did see the picture of that. The one thing is, though, if, and this is, this is where a lot of money is made, and I love my Apple brand very much, if an Apple employee does their correct job, and when they sell you a device, they will automatically say, let me take you over to the carrying case section. Yes. And I have seen many of phones. I have seen them in the store while customers are standing in front of me because they have these nice marble granite store stone tile floors right in the mm. store. And, yes, I have seen things go, ooh, right. crack, done. Yeah, but that's, that's the, the store's store. copy, not your copy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, you hope. No, no, I mean, I've seen customers' copies sure. oh, that just completely tank. And see, and this yeah. is very this is a big oh. interest to me because plug your ears, Jen. She's <laughs> she's interested in an iPad and she's got a birthday coming up. Yeah. And you know, iPads, there's part of me it's like I want I want her to get something like this, but I don't want her to have to deal with all this AT&T nonsense. And I'm like, well, if the Wi-Fi one will let you go around AT&T, then we can talk about it, but anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you can get everything. You can buy everything unlocked. Is this the part where I started what? bashing the Xbox? What? No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm it's kind of odd that you'd be bashing Apple and then you switch uh -oh. to bashing Microsoft. It's like, what side are you speaking on? Of, where, I'm all, speaking no, of, let me be very clear. For some reason, we got I am the 53 all for the PC. Early. It is the consoles where I have the problems with. But anyway, speaking of bashing, we got the E3 trailer for the brand new Transformers War for Cybertron. Or is Say it that, that five times fast. Yeah, and we have an interview on the website at sknr.net where I got to speak to the developers about this. And you know what? This is going to be good. This is not one of these, oh, let's throw it out there. They took the Unreal Engine and the God of War's, excuse me, Gears of War control system, and they said they built this thing. Not only does it have the solo play, from the ground up multiplay, they said every employee had to put at least one hour a day in the multiplay testing. Highly customizable. None of this hold the button down and wait for it to transform. It's like on the fly. You can fire your weapons and all this. Go has a hover mode. And I'm like, this is going to work. So they just sent me this. I have not even looked at it yet because uh, I wanted to, you know, debut it here first. E3 trailer for the new Transformers game. This is our home, Megatron. We will stay. We will fight. And we will win.
do this around. So anyway, I do know the game is a prequel. It's coming soon. We're hoping to do a contest for it. We have a contest uh, right now. You can check out on the site for Shrek Forever. Uh, what is it? Shrek the Final Chapter. Activision was kind enough to send some Xbox and PS3 versions of the game along. Uh, also, we're going to be tearing into this. It just arrived today. Hopefully, if you guys get time, come by and do this. Rock Band Green Day just arrived today. I've got a drummer. I can somewhat guitar, but we need a singer. And, uh, you know, paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. Hey, Darren, maybe we should bring that in studio and do Rock Band Green Day live as an intro to the show. We'll have, we'll have Jen there. To do, 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 That'd be do, awesome. Up. But um, speaking of E3, we got a lot of other stuff. We want to make sure we get to Amara and Justin's great Pokemon stuff. Uh, had someone ask about Valve. Now, Valve is going to unveil Portal 2 at E3, which is going to be gigantic. There was a rumor of another title, and someone said, oh, is this another Left 4 Dead? And they said, no. Now, that's very odd. A, a gaming site wrote Gabe Newell, who's the head honcho over there, and he made some joke about, no, we're not doing any Half-Life thing because of, ha- of the fat jokes. And Gabe's a heavyset guy himself. Well, apparently there have been... There was some back and forth, and they're all like, what is the really odd thing about this? And the guy said, the guy said he was sent a picture, and he sent it to me. It was a brown bag about that big with the Half-Life logo in gold. And that was it. So they're like, all right, does this mean that you're going to show Half-Life 2 Episode 3 at the convention? Or what? Well, uh, last that I saw on a gaming website is they said that they had canceled the Portal 2 event and were putting a surprise yeah, in exactly. instead. exactly. Right, right, right. Now, we know Portal 2 is happening, but then they, the Portal 2 cancellation event came from the computer in Portal 2 because it was done in, in computer to speak. So I'm like, well, you got my attention here. Anyway, Pokemon, tell us all about Pokemon. it and what do you got for us? All right, most definitely. So recently, Justin and I got to spend a little bit of time at the first, the opening day of the champ- the World Championship 2010 for Pokemon Masters. So there's two tiers. You've got your kids, and then you've got the little bit older crowd with fierce, fierce Pokemon battles. And we got to check that out in Seattle, and I made a little video. Just let you guys see what's going on. Hey guys, it's Amara from Skin Reviewed. I'm here today at the Pokemon World Championship Seattle tournament for the video game players. Basically, the people who win here will get a chance to go to the national championship in Indianapolis in June. Those winners will go to Worlds in Hawaii in August. Do you want to tell people in the U.S. where exactly they can stop off? Definitely, definitely. Uh, this weekend is Seattle. Next week will be San Francisco, followed by Phoenix, followed by Dallas, and Atlanta, and New Jersey. And there's a last chance to qualify at the national championship in Indianapolis. So they have a lot of opportunities to play. If they want to go to uh, Restrictions. I can't go all into all of them now, but basically, some legendaries allowed, some are not. But basically, full range, and there's an auto leveling feature. So if you have Pokemon that are over level 50, it'll auto level them down to 50, so you can play with anything you've got. Alright, so come on down to your local area, wherever the Pokemon Championship is coming near you. Get involved, play some new Pokemon, and get to meet Pikachu. Sounds good to me. So I'll see you guys later.
So that was Pokemon. So uh, that looks awesome. And much more, much more competitive than one might think a Pokemon situation would be. Pretty mm-hmm. intense. Right. So go check it out if it's in your area. I think there's one in Austin. They're getting to the other coast at this yeah, point. Yeah. There's so much stuff coming. I, I don't know if you heard. I see you got your Uncharted two shirt. You know they're talking about an Uncharted movie now. I heard. I yeah. Heard. And the new Call of Duty game looks absolutely awesome as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm curious if it can beat Modern Warfare's two 10 million copies in a. That Modern Warfare, I mean, and yet, and some people actually complained about it. I was like, yeah, that game was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. They, I don't, I don't foresee any time in the next couple of years anybody beating Modern Warfare no. Two sales records. No. That's, no. it's super impressive for them. Yeah. Well, here's one that's going back a few. Dose X. They uh, got a brand new one coming, and this is also an exclusive E3 trailer. Uh, next week, we're going to have a brand new trailer for Fear Three. We're going to be rolling out some new StarCraft Two stuff. And I'm uh, pleased to say we actually had a successful battle the other day with 99% blood loss. <laughs> There's a couple of units left, but I had the nuke in the silo, and that was the difference maker. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, it's funny. I, I'm so content on making the nukes fly to take everyone out. And, like, sometimes you realize the tank works just as well, too. <laughs> doesn't look as pretty, though. But anyway, Darren, fire this one up. I think that'll be, this will be awesome.
So we've got one more uh, PS, excuse me, E3 preview thing next week on Monday. Of course, a couple days before E3, we're going to have a lot more. We're going to show the Despicable Me movie trailer, and we are going to have passes to give away for that. We have uh, a lot of stuff we'll talk about Crypticon, break down some of the stuff we're promoing. Uh, we also have some of, uh, I'm going to tip it off now, a Gary Coleman video game appearance from a few years ago. In Postal 2, we're going to have copies of that available at Crypticon. But it would not be complete without uh, hitting on Spider-Man. And next week, we may have a new Fear trailer. We're going to have all sorts of new stuff, Fear 3. But uh, cannot uh, go out without the new Spider-Man game that's in the works from Activision. And we're going to fade out on this one. want to thank everyone for watching. Remember, if you'd like to sponsor the show, send Darren an email uh, we have ad rates for the 30-second TV start spot starting at 10 bucks. space on the website, space on the magazines. We'll be doing live appearances at Crypticon uh, coming up, so we'll talk about that next week. Other than that, enjoy the game. Uh, had fun being back. We'll see you all next week, and a uh, lot more coming. Anything else, guys? <laughs>
I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or faced any other criminal charges? If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today. appeal at an appealing price. Whether you want traditional, carriage house, custom wood, or even glass garage doors, we have an option that's right for you. Make the right decision. Call Precision. Problem solved. 